Welcome to the Coastline Podcast. We exist as a church to help connect you to God and the people around you, to help you grow in your faith, and to challenge you to go into your community sharing the love of Christ. Three things, connect, grow, go. If you'd like information on what is going on at Coastline, follow us on Instagram and Facebook or email us at hello at coastlinensb.com. Today, as we are celebrating uh, just two years of kind of the great things that God has done, uh, I get the great opportunity to do this with my wife. She's going to preach with me here today. I'm excited about that. It doesn't get to happen uh, much, but uh, I think this is a perfect timing to do this as well as we are wrapping up this series that we've been doing for the past few weeks called This Is What We Do. And specifically in this series, we've been talking about like our core values, the things that we believe and why we believe it and what makes Coastline what Coastline is. And it's all balanced around this phrase, uh, which is Coastline Church exists to connect people with Jesus and each other and challenge us all to grow as we go and to take our next steps in him. And so there's three parts that we believe should be a part of every service, everything that we do, whether it's circle groups or children's ministry. uh, There's three parts that we believe that are important to our church, connecting with God and each other uh, for us to continue to grow. We believe that if something's healthy, it grows. Uh, If something's not healthy, it dies. And so as spiritually, uh, as believers, we believe that we're called to grow. And ultimately, uh, as followers of Christ, we're supposed to accept the Great Commission and go share his love with everyone around us. You guys agree with that? Yeah. So we're continuing on that today as we finish up and talk about specifically vision. But Erica's going to pray for us and we're going to jump right in. Let's pray. Father God, God, we thank you for church community, Lord. We thank you for this place that we can meet together and grow together and connect with each other, God. Lord, we just pray that during this service, God, that our hearts would be in tune to yours, Lord. Yes, God. God, that we would hear from you, God, and that the other noise of the week and the day would drown out, God, and only your spirit would be heard, Lord. God, we just pray that you would fill us up today in this place. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Hey, Jackie, you don't have to move with that baby man. He's just saying amen the whole time. I'm, <laughs> I'm with it. You know, he kind of speaks into it, but. So one of the things you guys might notice here, I'm not sure if you've been coming, but every week at the end of the service, we kind of end the service the same way. Um, Brian prays, and then right before he dismisses you guys. I tell guys, everyone they can go take a nap. He t- yes, he tells you that you can take a nap, which is important. But then he also says, we believe that the best is yet to come. And it's not just a catchy phrase that we say around here. Um, for us, it's a reminder that the message of Jesus is the message of hope. Um, and also a reminder of the vision that God has given us for the future of our church and our families and um, here in New Smyrna Beach. Yeah, to continue to charge forward. Uh, you know, I, specifically when it comes to vision, vision, I believe, uh, in the spiritual sense, is just a small picture of the plan that God has for you and I, the vision for the future. And I think, you know, it's specifically for us, it's, it's important to have a vision for your family, for my family. Uh, to have a vision for our church, to have a vision for ourselves, right? Here in just a couple months, we're all going to sit down and we're going to make New Year's resolutions, right? And all of us are going to break the New Year's resolutions on week three, right? That's going to be it's going to be really tough. There's going to be that delicious thing that went BOGO on Publix and your diet's going to be shot, Done. right? You know what yeah. I'm talking about. Gushers are my weakness. <laughs> 
But it's important for us to have a vision. The Bible says so. Jesus says so. Specifically, the writers in, in uh, Proverbs chapter 29, 18, in the King James Version, the first part of it says this. It says, where there is no vision, the people perish. You know what perish means, right? Die. That's pretty intense. But that's what the Bible says. Without vision, without a plan, without what's coming ahead, it's important for us to have a plan. And we believe that. Jesus, uh, he said it. He said it himself. He, he told his disciples uh, towards the end of their time together that there was a vision, there was a plan of things to come. In John chapter 14, verse 12 to 14, it says this. Jesus says, I tell you the truth. Anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done. He's specifically talking about miracles in this case. Will do the same works I have done and even greater works because I'm going to be with the Father. You can ask for anything in my name. Everybody say anything. Anything. In my name, and I will do it so that the Son can bring glory to the Father. Yes, ask me for anything in my name, and I will do it. Jesus says it here twice because it's, it's, it's like an exclamation point. Back in those days, they didn't have punctuation of exclamation point. If you, if you meant it, if you're trying to show its importance, you said it twice. He said you can do anything. But the part that, that really is huge for me in this is he tells the disciples, you've seen me do great things. You've seen me go and feed the 5,000 and walk on water and raise people from the dead. But he says, truly, I'm going to tell you, you're going to do greater things than that. So in their mind, it's like if you thought that was fun, being a part of this for the past few years, just wait, because the best is still, still yet to come. And it's kind of, it's, it's kind of the mantra that, that I believe, that, that's what we believe when it comes to the future and the vision of what is, what is Coastline. Yeah, and so the last couple of weeks we've been talking um, through the series, like we said, this is what we do. But this week we're really discussing the vision for Coastline because um, we are believing that the best is yet to Amen. come. So rather than saying this is what we do, this week, today, we're saying this is what we will do. This is what we will um, do. So, but I think to really paint the picture of what's ahead, you have to know what all God has done to get us here. Um, in 2017, uh, just a, exactly two years, three years ago now, um, I was pregnant and I had our youngest son, Ben. Um, and so our family started to change a little bit in that year. We went from one, one kid to two kids. Our house instantly became smaller and louder um, <laughs> and a little bit more chaotic. Um, so it was a huge transition of change for us and a little bit of discomfort as we learned to navigate life with two kids and uh, full-time jobs. Yeah. Uh, so Ben was born in the holiday of 2016, 2017. We continued to feel this discomfort, this change, and we didn't really know what it was uh, until finally in the spring of 2017, I felt very clearly that it was God spring and saying, hey, you know what, uh, the, the season that you've been in has been great, and I've, uh, you've grown uh, a ton. There's a lot that happened to us that was super positive during that season, but I felt like he was clearly telling us, hey, uh, the best is yet to come. I need you to switch gears into what's going to happen next. And I told, you know, I remember praying thinking, okay, God, I'll, I'll do whatever you want me to do. What is it? What's, tell me what the next is. And he says, well, the first step, first step is I need you to quit the job you have. Now, that's, that's pretty intense because you, like, you ever ask God, you're like, God, just tell me what to do and I'm going to do it. <laughs> you're, like, you're like, no, I need step two, three, four, five, and six. I need to know where we're headed into this. But that's not how it was. God just said, hey, I want you to take a step. And I want you to do it. 
Yeah, and Brian's a little bit more of the faith person than me, so he has a spiritual gift of faith, um, and he came to me and said, okay, I'm going to quit my job, and I said, yeah, okay, that's great. You know, uh, we were excited for it. That day, we were feeling liberated and excited, and then really the next day, we woke up and remembered, like, oh, we still have a mortgage, and we still have kids and bills to pay. You, you can quit your job, but you can't quit your mortgage. No, so, unfortunately not. They don't, they don't, no. So we, we came together, and uh, we were charged. We said, okay, we're going to do, God, we're going to do what you called us to do. Uh, and it was almost immediately, like within days, uh, God just started to flood us with a vision of what would be uh, come to be Coastline Church. And we started to think of, uh, we came up with the, the pillars, the, the three things that we were going to uh, base the church off of. And, uh, and we were really excited. We started to meet with some, uh, some friends and some family and tell them about it. And some people started to become part uh, of, our, of our team. Uh, and we just started to meet in, in some, some living rooms uh, throughout uh, New Smyrna Beach and, and Edgewater, and it was it was a ton of fun. Yeah, it was. But we realized quickly that we were running out of space, um, so we couldn't just continue to meet in, in Patty Lee and Doug's home. It was no longer going to hold us. Thank you for that, by the way. Thank you. They always open their home to us, even still today. Um, but we just couldn't couldn't fit anymore, and we yeah. needed something to give. We needed a location to meet at every week. Um, so we contact, we look around, and we realized that there was a small elementary school on the beach side that could hold us, and it took us several weeks to get um, even them to respond to us, whether we were like, yes yeah, or no. We're, we're at the point where like we got to get to the next step. We got to do something. Um, and I remember calling them, and they would just, they yeah, were like, the well, we're checking on it. We got to check with whatever. Yeah, the um, principal was on, like, medical leave. The principal yeah. was, you know, on vacation or something like that or going through something, and it was just, it was and it was still intense for us because, like, we, we were like, okay, it was it's great moving in and, and having these home groups, but we felt like, based off the vision that God had given, given us, that there was still something to come, and so we were excited to move into it, and so. Yeah, and so we found the school, and so we decided with a small group of people we had that we were going to do a prayer walk, and so um, Brian had the idea of, you know, from the Bible, he said, I'm going to walk around this school seven times. So he, earlier that morning, we went hadn't to got the our school. answer. And we, so had not, like, we had no idea whether it was a yes or a no. We still had no idea. I was treating it like it was Jericho, man. I was like, yes, we're going to walk around it, we're going to pray around it, it. Let it fall down. See what happens. Yeah, so Brian that morning had gone and walked six times around the school. And it was, it was Which big, it was a great idea to start out because I thought, I was like, that's a school. How big can it be? Oh, man. But it, it was, was like, it was a, like mile, a whole neighborhood. Like yeah. a whole neighborhood you had to walk around. And did you go in your flip flops? I was not I, prepared, and it no. was bad. I needed some gold pond medicated powder yeah, afterwards. It was, it was So But I did it. We, six times. as the small group, met together later that night, and we walked for the seventh time, or his seventh time around the property praying the whole way it was a really cool experience what happened the next day so the next day brian received a call from the school saying yes you can meet in our space so we were really excited that things were changing then however we started preparing and we set a date for our grand opening we had a lot of soft launches where we're trying to work out the kinks people kind of you know heard i think heard we got some it. pictures of the soft launch you got yeah. anything of that a couple of them but uh we're trying to work all the stuff out and get 
pieces. I mean, we had benches from an elementary school where there was boogers on the back of them and stuff. Yep, and they were the place gross. was kind of smelly. Yeah. Uh, there was only one bathroom. It was unisex. And so it was right in the front of <laughs> the church. So bad. And so like, you know, people are trying like walking, like walking in on Vicky or something like that while she's <laughs> yeah. in the bathroom. And it, it was just the kids. There was no like kids ministry space at first. So we all had to meet in the back. But we were, the, we were just happy to be we there. Excited. We were pumped. Yeah, here we are at, at a, our little elementary school. And so here we are right before our grand opening. We picked a date. We're like, okay, we're ready to launch it. We spent a ton of money like getting print advertising out, marketing, invite your friends. Everybody's yeah. coming. And then the day of our grand opening, Miss Hurricane Irma shows up on grand opening day. And so as a church planner, there is literally nothing more defeating than realizing Oh, grand okay. opening. Grand yeah. opening. You only get one shot at a grand opening. It was it was really tough for for me because along the I mean I'd seen God show up time and time again. He showed up after we prayed around the school, you know, uh, one thing we didn't talk about was, you know, to get started, we had to raise some some financial support because the, the school wasn't going to give it to us for free, and we still needed, like, a sound system and stuff. And, man, we had gone and, and talked to some people, and they said, well, uh, to plan, to prepare, to do this, it, it takes something like, you know, 12 months or something that you've got to, you know, raise finances and stuff. And uh, we just kept praying and believing that God was going to work it out. And I think somewhere around like four to six weeks, yeah. all that we needed financially came in like that. And it was totally, it was totally unheard of. But then the hurricane came and it was like, it was crushing to me. Yeah. It really made me think, you know, God, is this really, is this really what you want me to do? Some of you guys might have experienced this in your own life. It's, it's, it's in the situation that you don't look back and see what God has done along the way that you start to question God. God, why would you bring me to this point? Why would this happen? And so we, you know, said, you know, we're still going to meet. We're going to still do church. Um, Hurricane Irma happened. We weren't able to do grand opening. And then they called us after that and they said, hey, the church, the school is going to be closed for two more weeks. And so not only can you not do a grand opening, you can't meet anywhere here in Belusia County that's, that's a school. And so we started calling up the city, and the city said, okay, well, we've got some places, but you can only meet in them once uh, a month, so you can't meet in the same place consecutively. And so for like the first three weeks of Coastline, as we got started, it was like, well, if you can find us, you can come to church. <laughs> We're just it's nomad, like, you know, like around. Where's Waldo? Where yeah, in the world Waldo? Is, oh, here we are at uh, Coronado Civic Center. But, uh, you know, God wasn't done yet. No. It was... Uh, that second week after the hurricane hit, uh, I had a, a man that became a really good friend of mine uh, and a coach and, and someone that really encouraged me, came and said, you know what, um, you don't know this, but I've got uh, this, this entire trailer full of specifically tools used for portable church, uh, kids ministry stuff, sound system stuff, lighting stuff staging, everything that you need. And I've got a way for you to get into New Smyrna Beach High School and uh, a place that doesn't have, you know, leftover cheeseburgers from the day before <laughs> underneath the seat or anything. It's got nice seats with sometimes air conditioning. Sometimes. And it was just God completely opened up a door that I wasn't even in, in expecting. We, we were happy to do what we were doing. We were bummed that the hurricane had happened, but God said, hey, like, I gave you the vision. I'm going to provide for the vision. And it's going to happen greater than what you even think. Yeah, I remember the day we toured this facility. I mean, I literally think my jaw was just open the whole time, just in awe. Like, 
is this really where we get to do church? Because we were grateful for the space that God had given us in the cafeteria. We would have been happy there, but we just could not. We had so much favor that day coming in here. I just remember, look, (laughs) Brian and I got in the car. We just looked at each other. Like that just happened. We just kept looking at each other. Like that. Did that really just happen? Maybe I've cried a little bit. Oh yeah, we definitely cried. Um, (laughs) So God has done so much um, with us this since church then, yeah. and since then um it was really cool because at first when we got into this space we could not afford to rent the cafeteria so we were just meeting right behind here in this hallway for kids ministry and the, it, it was loud and it was chaotic and it was stressful they had a room it was painted black and it had like a sad face like a drama it's sad like a drama face guy and that's there. like where we put the kids it's supposed to be this happy place <laughs> and it's like this giant sad person and like one kid's like i don't want to go in there it's scary <laughs> so and also, like, at the time I was running kids' ministry, um, yeah. I'm not a good kids' ministry person. So I, I, you know, I made it work and made it happen, but it, it's not really my passion um, to do that. So we were excited because God has just keep growing us. So there was an opportunity for us to move into the cafeteria, and we were able to bring on Amanda, who has a passion to see kids yeah. learn about Jesus on their level. We've grown so much. Um, we've probably seen over 65 people get baptized um, in two years years. It's been really amazing. Um, we started a youth ministry. We started a youth ministry. We were able to open to God, open doors that Brandon could come on board and start a high school youth ministry. So, so many things have continued. God has continued to bless us with over the last two years. And it's all because uh, at some point, God, we said, God gave us a vision and we said, you know, we're going to be obedient and do what you called us to do, God. And we just kept stepping uh, each and every day. I would love, no, I would not love to say, I would never say from the stage that the reason we're here today is because of you and I working hard no. or proper planning or anything like that, no. uh, because it's like hot, if you know us, we're like last a hot mess minute all the time. It's a hot mess. <laughs> um, but I think it just is a testament to how good God is. Of if you show up and if you'll pray about it and if you'll put in some work and 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 perspire a little bit uh, with it, man, he'll he'll figure out the plan and yeah. he'll help you help you get it through. Uh, we started off uh, just in, in houses with uh, like 20 people or something like that, mm-hmm. um, and then moved into a cafeteria, and there was like 50 or 60 people. Um, and then, you know, week, week in, week out here, seasonally, we uh, normally there's about 150 to 200 people that show up at Coastline uh, on any given week. Um, this past Easter, we saw 950 people yeah. Uh, yeah. experience the, the message of Jesus. Uh, some of them, you know, it was just that's the only day they're going to come. They're Christmas and Easter only. So those, uh, but that was a that was a huge deal for us um, for a church that has only been here for two years. Uh, I'm happy to say that uh, based off of God's provision and uh, a great management team, um, along the way we've never borrowed money for anything. Um, we have uh, completely been in the black for for two years and will continue to be and. We are, are self-sufficient, and as we talk to other church planners and church organizations, that's something that um, isn't really heard of in, in this day and age. It sometimes takes five or six years for, for churches to do that, uh, but because of what God has done um, through, through you guys, mm-hmm. uh, man, uh, it's it just been incredible. Um, but I know that that's, that's the past, and I'm happy to experience the past and look at the past, and the past should charge us. But 
there's, there's a future to look into. Yeah, so we keep saying this phrase all along the way. We've told each other, we've told our friends, our family, we've told you guys that the best is yet to come. So what does that look like for us and for Coastline? Um, in just a few short months, we all know, like, once Halloween comes, it's over, right? It's like, bam, bam, bam. It's Halloween, it's Thanksgiving, it's Christmas, and now it's New Year. So what is going to, you know, where are we headed? And I, I think about this scripture in the prophet Jeremiah. He writes to God's people who are in exile in Jeremiah 29, 10 through 11. It says, this is what the Lord says. You will, come, you will be in Babylon for 70 years, but then I will come and do for you all the good things I have promised. And I will bring you home again. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope. You know, when I think about that, that story and, and who he's writing to, I mean, those, those people were in exile. They were just kind of nomadic. You know, they weren't really, they didn't have a specific home. And, um, you know, it's, it's easy to equate that to or to kind of put ourselves in that same, uh, that same place because cause right now where we're at, like, we don't have a physical location um, and I, I want to tell you, if you're hoping that, I'm going to say in 2020, we're going to be planting and having our own location, I'm, I'm sorry to disappoint you. I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. And, and I would say for the vision for the future, uh, as far as having a worship space, I don't know if that, that, that is on the horizon, uh, mostly because of the partnership that we're able to have with New Smyrna Beach High School is just extraordinary. Uh, and the idea of trying to build something or buy something that is even close to, to what God has already provided here uh, would just be an incredible uh, waste of opportunity and, and money. I mean, to build what we're in today would take millions and millions of dollars. Uh, and I just think that there's, there's better ways to use that. I, I don't mean to run you off, but I, I do know that there's churches all around Lucia County that are specifically going through like building campaigns and trying to build uh, a, a facility uh, for them to do weekend worship services in. Um, and, and that's great, but I just don't, uh, I don't think that that's where God has, has given me, has given us the vision to pursue, to pursue you. I'm not going to say he can't, because it feels like every time that I tell God I'm not going to do yeah, something, he's like, that. oh, okay, well, let's see how that works <laughs> out. Uh, but, but where we're at right now, I, 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 feel, I feel like we're a little nomadic, and I feel like there's some steps that we need to take. But building a building is not is not that step yet. So in 2020, next year, in 2020, what are some things that we want to do? We would. I thought you were going to say this. Part. You want me to say so, it? No, it's fine. You can say it. In 2020, we are praying and hoping for a space, a common space yep. that our youth can meet in. So our youth ministry, they had a home that they were kind of meeting in. We were um, kind of borrowing a house from a church. Yes. Right? And then that ended up. Get some black mold in it. They have black mold, so we don't want to put our kids not, in there. Yeah. No. Um, so we want a space for the youth to meet. Um, the next generation is so important to us. Um, for us, Brian and I, and most of the people on our staff, Brandon, TJ, if it weren't for youth ministry, we would not be here leading this church. No. And so we find it extremely important to invest into the next generation and for them to have a space to meet in. So we want to try to find something a little bit more permanent for them, some type of maybe it's a rented space or something It's about you know, you know, 1,500, 2,000 square foot. Right now, uh, we're part, partnering with an organization called Bridging the Gap that has so 
graciously allowed us to meet in their facility in the meantime, but it's really just uh, a transitional a transitional opportunity. Uh, and so we want to be able to help to invest and really solidify what the common room, what youth ministry should be here uh, in the New Smyrna Beach area, uh, specifically because that's that's who's going to lead the church here in the yeah. years the years to come. Two years, man, I look about 10 years older than what I did two years ago. <laughs> I'm going to keep looking older. And at some point, uh, you know, Coastline is not going to be Brian and Erica's church as much as it might be Olivia or somebody else's church. Yeah. And so uh, we want to make sure that we're investing in that and, generation for sure. Yeah, and we're really excited because as of January 1st, we're going to be launching a middle school ministry here. Yep. Um, yeah, so we're really excited. We've got a lot of kids in our Coastline Kids that are getting close to that fourth, fifth grade. They're starting to hit the ceiling there. We find it really important for the middle school age kids to know that they're loved and to hear the message of Jesus. Yeah. So we want to invest in our youth ministry uh, and help them find some type of, of semi-permanent or permanent space. So we're really excited about that. We also want to invest into church community. Um, you know, I believe that circles uh, are incredibly important to uh, the growth of the church and also growth of us individually. Um, and we, like Erica said, we have a ton of young um, families in, in Coastline. Uh, the problem is, with young families, man, it's really tough to, like, try to keep your house clean and then invite over five other young families to come over and do a Bible study, right? And then you've got 15 kids that are just yelling and screaming. Um, it's, it's not incredibly easy. And so we're hoping that also with finding a space for uh, our common room uh, crew that we can also utilize that space uh, for circle groups to meet in. And so that every day um, during the week, you know, in the evening time, there's a group that can be uh, use that space uh, as a as a host point or as a as a central area for uh, families to meet in and groups to meet in to do Bible studies or do hangouts. Uh, I'd love the idea even to be able to offer this space to other organizations like NA and AA for them to be able to find a a free place to meet and experience some recovery. Um, I think it would be incredibly incredibly uh, uh, effective for. Uh, making a place that we live uh, a better place. So, Yeah, we want to continue our connection to our community. We want to continue to bring awareness and fund uh, local people that are helping in our community. Frog, uh, that's a free resource center. Bridging the Gap, uh, the Open Doors Counseling Network, Grace House. We'd love to partner with people, continue to give them the fuel that they need to help those in our community. There's a lot that could, um, there's a lot that could come from something like this. And so as we were putting all these pieces together of wanting to you know, start a middle school ministry and wanting to find a place for our youth to meet and wanting a place uh, for our, uh, our circle groups to, to have a hub to meet, um, wanting to have a place where we can even have private conversations if we need to with, with other families. It's tough to try to get together uh, in a coffee shop um, and, and, and do something like that uh, with so many people listening. Uh, we'd also love the idea of offering uh, a different type of weekend service in that. We've got a lot of people here at Coastline that uh, are pilots and nurses, and because of their schedule, sometimes they're not able to come to church on Sunday morning. And so how awesome would it be for us to be able to have a place that we could do, you know, a stripped-down acoustic-type Saturday night service yeah. every week. And so if you can't make it on Sunday, you can show up to Saturday night, and it's just a little bit different. You hear the same message, and you connect with some of the same people, uh, but it allows for, for you to have opportunity to, to come every week if you want to. Um, and then all along the way, we want to, like Erica said, we want to continue uh, to help 
to fund uh, and partner with the other organizations in this area. And so the vision that we kind of have for 2019, I'm believing God for, and I want you to help uh, in, in, in praying for this, praying for uh, Brandon and the common room, for praying for us and praying for the board, that we would continue uh, to, to make good decisions and that God would open up doors that we would walk through when we're supposed to walk through. Uh, we, we need your help in, in prayer for that. Uh, we also need help in, in putting in the work and the effort for that. There's some perspiration, there's some sweat equity that can, that can go into uh, making this thing happen. Some of you guys are already thinking because the way your brain works, you're like, okay, Brian, this sounds great, but there's, there's some money that's going to be involved in this. I want to tell you today, that's not what this is about. I don't want you to be thinking about how much it costs to make this happen. Because I believe that if we will accept the vision of what God has given us for 2020, if we will pray for it and we will commit to, to, to put in the work, God's going to work out the provision for it. Mm-hmm. Amen? You guys agree yeah, with that? Yeah. And so I would love in 2020 for us to get into a space that we have access to 24-7, that maybe during the week and during, during normal operating hours, it's a, it's, a, it's a living room type space or a coffee shop type space that people can come in from the community and do work and suck down free internet and maybe have a cup of coffee. Maybe one of the things that we do with, as, we, as we sell this coffee, the proceeds go to a specific mission for that month. Maybe for the entire month of July, we're helping out bridging the gap and raising awareness. And for, for August, we move on and we say, hey, you know, let me tell you about Grace House and where all the proceeds for this are going to uh, as we continue to go on and talk about even the mission field. Every week we continue to raise awareness and help fund what God is doing in our area and internationally. But then at night when that's closed down, it's a place where youth kids can come in and, and hang out and have a fun, safe environment to learn about Jesus in where families can bring their kids and not worry about breaking something or not worrying about having to keep the noise down because other people are around, but they can get together and they can grow as a family unit and grow as, as a small group grows. And all along the way, give an opportunity for people who need to experience recovery to find Jesus and ultimately have their lives changed by him. Today, the only thing I want from you is this. I want you to pray about it and I want you to, to, to think about being involved. Specifically, I'm not talking, this isn't a financial ask. This is just being involved in what God's doing at Coastline. If you will go with us and take the faith step and the plan that God has put ahead of us, man, I know that the best is still yet to come. You agree with that? I do. Absolutely. What do you think? What do I think? Yeah. I think, <laughs> you got off script again. Um, so... <laughs> You started preaching. I was like, yeah, 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 I was into it. Um, So anyways, you guys, you've heard the vision for us and for Coastline and where we're going, but we want to know what is your vision for your life. We want to challenge you to think about what is God leading you to do in your personal life. Maybe it's to step out and to serve. Maybe it's to help a friend in need. Whatever it is, God is giving you a vision. God has put it on your heart. And we want to encourage you to do what God is calling you to do. You know, God doesn't just um, always speak to us in an audible voice. Unfortunately, we wish that sometimes he would say, this is what I want you to do. Neon lights in the sky. Yeah, that's what I, you know, I think we've all been there where we we need to know the message. But God will put it on your heart and it will be something you just can't get rid of. You just, it just keeps coming to you. And so whatever it is, we want to encourage you to step out in faith and do that. Um, I'm reminded of this scripture in Galatians 6, 9. It's one of my favorite and being a church planner, being someone in ministry, this is tough, but this is for everyone. Um, and, you know, because we can, we can be here. It says, so let 
Let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. I think that's so important. So whatever God's calling you to do, maybe it's hard and maybe it's taking work on your part, but do not give up because we've not given up and God continues to bless this church. And I know that for your life as well. I believe he's got a plan and uh, we believe wholeheartedly that the best is yet to come. Amen. As always, Coastline, know that you are loved and that the best is yet to come.